sports fans, near and far, I welcome you to another edition of On The Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with a C. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, hey, Mark. Mark. How are you, Mark? Hello. 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 I'm, Hello. Doing, I'm doing pretty good today. Uh, you know, this is show number 111, 111. Kind of horror. 111 on your, on your uh, AM dial. <laughs> so what's going on with everybody? Anything uh, new to talk about um, weather-wise or anything new in your life? Anybody want to spread any news? Start spreading the news. Anybody? Oh. Bunch of talkative people yeah. here. Huh? Uh, hey, today, Mark, what did you do with the money that the parents gave you for the scene? Pocketed. Today's my dad's birthday, number 98. Oh, yeah. He's oh, been yeah. gone a few wow. years, but Happy today birthday. is uh, his yeah. birthday. Would have wow. been 98. Happy today. birthday. It's June 16th. I don't always remember. Yep. And uh, other than that, uh, what a weird day today in New York here. Lousy in the morning. I had a jacket and long pants on this morning yeah. when I went out. Then I come home. I'm sweating. Put the shorts on and, you know, now the supposed to be raining again later. They said they said sandwich. They yeah. call it a sandwich, right? Looks like it's going to rain any. Looks like it's going to rain any minute. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't we get going? Uh, we have uh, Gerald. You're you're first up again. You're leading off the show. Uh, yeah, Gerald's numbers report, sponsored by Jelly Rings. <laughs> I can use a dozen right now. Uh, the show number one eleven. Plus that 1846, 1957, if my edition is correct. Gerald Wayne, take it away. Okay, for the year 1957, here are the key statistical leaders in each league. Batting average, Stan Musial, 351. Ted Williams, 388. Home runs, Hank Aaron, 44. Roy Sievers, Washington, 42. Mm -hmm. RBIs. Hank Aaron, 132. Roy Sievers, 114. Complete games. Warren Spahn, 18. Billy Pierce and Dick Donovan, each of Chicago, 16. ERA leaders. Johnny Padres, 2.66. And little Bobby Shantz, who is still with us, 2.45. Wins. Warren Spahn, 21. Billy Pierce, Chicago. And Senator Jim Bunning, Detroit, 20. Most valuable player, Hank Aaron and Mickey Mantle. On April 18th, rookie Roger Maris hit his first home run for Cleveland. On June, June 13th, Ted Williams hit three home runs in a game for the second time in the season, thereby establishing a record. On May 27th, the National League approved the move of the Los Angeles, uh, of the Dodgers to Los Angeles. I still hate Moses. The Yankee. <laughs> the Yankee. <laughs> the man. The Yankees, not <laughs> right. The Yankees lost uh, the World Series to Milwaukee four to three. The great Luber debt in that World Series was three and oh, three complete games. He pitched 27 innings and, and uh, gave up only two runs and was named MVP. Although on a co composite basis, the Yankees played better offensively and pitched better than the Braves, thanks to Hank Aaron, who batted 392 and Lou going 3-0, the Braves won it all. 
And that's my report for 1957. 1950. Little Bobby Shantz. You have to always say Little Bobby Shantz. Was Bobby Shantz a lefty or a righty? Lefty. 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 I think he won number 30 as oh, a Yankee. Gerald something. Gerald, was that the year 57 or was it the year after 58 when this phenom on the Braves, the end of the year, if you remember, Bob Hurricane Hazel? Yes, was great. I think it was, was, 50, was I think it was 57, but I'm going to look yeah. it up uh, in a second. Yeah, I remember him oh. at the end of the year. It was the Braves won the World Series. It was a you know, real flash in a pan maybe that year. Yes. Maybe year. Remember, oh, so, remember, remember, I remember that. So the question yeah, Bob is, Hazel. So the question is to our statistician. With um, uh, Ted Williams hitting 388, how close was he really – to possibly having another 400 hits, 400 yeah, average season. Yeah, I wonder how many hits he would need, right? That's yeah. a good question. Now, for 388 to 400 with well, all, multiple times at bat, he yeah. would have to go well, on, I don't know. on a really don't know. hot streak. I, I don't know. Well, you don't jump that much. Hits, 388. Here are the stats on Bob Hazel. He actually played in the major leagues three years. Oh, right here. He batted 403 with Milwaukee in 1957 in uh, uh, 134 at-bats, seven home runs, 27 RBIs, 54 hits. So that was a golden year. Uh, next year, he was uh, uh, with Milwaukee. He batted 179 uh, in only 56 yeah. at-bats. Wow. And then he was traded. then he was traded to Detroit. 57, yeah. I remember that. What I remember about 57 during the entire World Series, I had the flu. It was thrilled. I could be home watching, the, watching all the games. You oh, remember the World Series of 57, Fred? Yeah, I was seven years old. I was seven I years old, like too. I have no more. recollection. I remember, I remember being, I remember being yeah, thrilled that I was home. I could watch all the games. Uh, I remember it. I was 15 at the time. You were older <laughs> than me. You're older. Older. Uh, sure. The Graves had two great pitchers that day. Right. Yeah. For Denton Spawn. Right. 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 You guys would know that. I don't remember that. I think my first World Series that I really got involved in, I think it was 59. Right. Spawn and, and the and What was it? Two, two days, days of rain, right? Also. right. 1957. I didn't know what baseball was. So I didn't come to that. <laughs> 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 I, was, right. I was listening to those games on a transistor radio. On I, the know I know you were. I know you were. I know you were. I remember those days. If you see a kid in the street today passing your house, pull him over and say, you know what a transistor radio is? He'll say, get the hell away from me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Gerald, what's up? So in, uh, in 1957, at the age of 38, Ted Williams hit 388. He had only 420 at-bats. And he hit uh, 38 home runs, 87 RBIs. How many? Didn't have 500 at bats. Interesting. No. No. No, he did, he did not. No. He they played, they played 154 in those days. He probably needed five or six more hits to get to 400. Yeah. 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 How yeah. many hits did he have? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How many hits he had? Uh, 87, 80. Uh, hold on a second. How many it's, hits? Uh, he had 100 and, uh, 163 hits in uh, 420 at-bats. So let's figure it out. doesn't say how many walks, right? 
Yeah, you need, I mean, usually you need walks, 502 appearances, bases, something like that. Bases on ball. He had 119 bases on ball. There you yeah. go. There Danny, I think I just figured out if he would have had five more hits, he would have hit 400. That's yeah, right. that sounds right. Yeah. I just took the calculator out and figured it. Right. From 388? <laughs> yeah. Hey, so first, the, first, I put 70, 170 divided by 420 is 404. So then I went down a little bit. How would he get 12 points in, in five hits with all Glenn those bats? Here's the radio from 1957. Yeah. So you can make a lot of money selling that today to yeah. somebody. I was on the train. Listen to the right There this it is. is. This is 1957. My, my father bought me my first radio. There it Look is. This is the radio I heard Herb, Herb Score. Their radios. You know, it's this funny. is the radio Herb Score what got hit in the eye with from Gil McDougal. I was that, yes. with this radio. radio. How many transistors yours? This is it. I have no idea, but it takes a lot of batteries. I take it to Malibu to the beach where I sent uh, Mark. Now, if you guys noticed on the dial, there are two little triangles. And the two little triangles are the civil defense stations where you're supposed to turn to those stations oh, if yeah, there's yeah, a bomb yeah. attack. And right. I get the weather, the weather report, too. Right. Yeah. And it was an FM, right? No FM. <clears throat> you have FM on there? What? Yeah. AM, FM? AM, FM. I got everything on here. Okay. okay. Very good. Thanks for that uh, nostalgia. And thank Fred, you, Gerald, you for that report. Right. You're welcome, Fred. Your math is right on Ted Williams. Right. Meeting about yeah, I, just, I, just, I just took the calculator out. Gerald, I, I see that your friend has uh, joined us. Will you Can you want to introduce him? Because we're looking at him and we don't Good know. <laughs> you want to introduce him? Yes. Barry. Yeah, Barry. I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm in This is my friend. This is my friend. This is my friend, Barry Schwartz, who I first met in a baseball class at the Adult Education Center in Great Neck, New York, off of, Lake, off of Lakeville Road. He's a great friend. I've known him for about five years. He is a, an historian of baseball and other sports, and I think he would make a nice addition to our group here. Anything, anything at all would make a nice addition, but thank Welcome. you. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome, Barry. Nice to nice to see you, and uh, I hope you we. I hope you, if you want to say something during the show, feel free. This is far awesome. from an, far from an historian, but I'm interested in what you guys have to say. And I I, I lived through that era. I'm older than you guys, you know. I'm so I in the forties and fifties was my heyday in sports. You know. There you go. So. There you go. We bring up a lot of old names uh, that only us would remember. <laughs> Bob <laughs> Hazel, you know. Yeah, Bob <laughs> Hazel. <laughs> All right, let's move Hurricane on. Hurricane Hazel. Hurricane Hazel. Yeah. Um, as far as beep beeps go, uh, people with uh, strange or uh, uncommon names. This week, I found a couple. Uh, there's a Cub pitcher, Chicago Cub pitcher right now. His name is Matt Swarmer, like a swarm of bees. Swarmer, mm -hmm. yeah. not swarmer, like you yeah. put on the chicken. Yeah. Uh, a cup, Matt Swarmer, and then there's a Cutter, K-U-T-T-E-R, Crawford. Cutter Crawford. Red Sox. He's a Red Sox pitcher, yeah. That's all I got this. The guy all gave right. a, the guy mm -hmm. gave five home runs to the Yankees the other night. Is that, yeah. Saturday night, I think they... <laughs> <laughs> I've been knocked them back down to the minor leagues. All right. Uh, this day in sports, today is June 16th. 
But before we do get to June 16th, I always give a couple of days before, and everyone should remember, uh, Ron in particular, June 14th, yep. June 14th oh, yeah, 1994. 1994. Greatest, yep. day, greatest day in New York sports. That's right. Rangers win the cup after right. 54 years. Right. Oh, Matto, Matto, Matto. Yeah. And then uh, on June 15th, this was way, way back. This is even before your time, Barry. 1902. It wasn't before my time. Go ahead. <laughs> Corsic, Corsicana defeated Arc, Arc, Texarkana. Corsicana defeated Texarkana in the Texas League. Why did I bring this up? The final score is baseball, fifty-three to three. Yeah, cool. That was a baseball game, fifty-three to three. But back in those days, you know, there was no TV. I don't know if the radio was around, and he did a lot of telegraph things. And the telegraph operators listed the score as five to three because they couldn't believe that 50, 51 to three was a real score. So they made an error. That was in nineteen o two. Uh, here's a good one. 1925, also yesterday on the 15th, Philadelphia A's baseball trailing Cleveland 15 to four in the eighth inning. Well, they score 13 runs and go on and beat Cleveland 17 to 15. That's why you don't leave a game wow. early. Why you don't leave the game early. That's right. I would have been home. You know, I'd be home. <laughs> Maybe I hear on the radio. Yeah. 38, Johnny Vandermeer pitches his second consecutive no-hitter. That was yesterday. And uh, let's see, 2016, Ichiro, <laughs> Ichiro Suzuki playing with Miami at the time. He raised his lifetime total to 42.57, passing Pete Rose in total hits. Of course, that's including Japan, uh, which I don't think they recognize, right? No. No, no, shame they don't recognize that. Okay, that's his title. Today, June 16th, a lot of you remember this one, 1997. 25 years ago today, the first Subway Series game, Mets and Yankees. You remember that first game? Who won it? Dave Dave Malicki, 6 nothing shutout. Correct, correct. Malicki goes on and has a career 66 and 80. (laughs) <laughs> he actually won 66 games, surprisingly. Played for Cleveland, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Tigers, and, of course, uh, Houston. The uh, Yankees this- won that series, though. They won the next two. Right. Okay, if you remember that, good. That's true. You got to get that in, Mark. Got to get yeah, that in. <laughs> there was an article about that in the paper, Daily News, last week or so. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in 1938, Jimmy Fox of the Red Sox at this time he walked all six of his times at bat against the St. Louis Browns. So they didn't want to pitch to him back. Wow. It sounded like a, uh, uh, a, Barry, a Barry Bonds type of thing, right? Exactly. Old double X. Yeah. 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 Uh, here's a good one. In 1957, on this day, relief pitcher for the White Sox, yes. Dixie Howell, pitched three and two-thirds innings in relief versus the Senators. What's interesting about that? Well, he came to a bat and hit two home runs. <laughs> Pretty good for a relief pitcher, huh? Got him back, yeah. Yeah. Got him back, yeah. And uh, today, in 1978, Tom yeah. Seaver finally got his no-hitter. 
after all Damn. those times uh, throwing one hitters. Uh, it was his 12th year in the league, and he, he was a Reds, and he, they beat the Cardinals on that day. <clears throat> I thought it was interesting. Okay, we're up to Michael. Michael, we're up to your weekly rant. And right. if you have something, it's sponsored by Bicycle Pumps. Okay, Bicycle Pumps. <laughs> good. Right, I have a few. Well, anyway, as of now, Clay Holmes might be the best closer in baseball. I've watched many baseball games in my life. And if you have a nice, big, flat-screen TV to watch him, you'll never see movement on a baseball in your entire life, the way his, his pitches move. And as a matter of fact, I read in today's paper, if somebody does get on first base, the batter complains to Rizzo yeah. how impossible yeah. it is to hit him. That's right. how incredible he is. And it's uh, and it's similar with the Yankees. A lot of these players, all of a sudden, they might have spoken to somebody. They might have, uh, like, uh, Carpenter, go away and, and practice with some coach or something. And they come back. And they're phenomenal. I don't know how that happens, but it's happening. It's happening a couple of times with the Yankees. Finding that Aaron Boone, his intuitive skills as a manager have improved. And although I'm still jealous that the Mets got the better manager, uh, Boone is little by little getting better. For example, he continued to use Trevino and Higashioka uh, interchangeably, even though Trevino, he might be the best catcher in baseball right now. He's batting close to 300. But the average batting average of catchers is 218. But still, uh, Boone continued to alternate, and Higgy's now starting to hit. So uh, very, very helpful. Another thing that he did was pretty smart. He gave Cortez and tonight Severino extra days rest. And uh, they'll need that because they've never had the number of innings that they're going to be pitching. That's good. Now I hear that when Chapman is coming back, Boone is not committed to making Chapman the main closer. But we'll use Holmes and Chapman according to mm -hmm. game situations, a la Buck Showalter with Diaz, you see? Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. this is what I'm saying. He's starting to get a little bit better. Uh, I'm in favor of the acquisition of perhaps somebody like Andrew Biantendi from the Royals, replacing Gallo and Hicks in left field. They both appear to be nice people. Oh, God. There <laughs> I, I, I am. They both... Did you get that? Let me start again. I'm in favor of the acquisition of Andrew Benintendi from the Royals replacing Gallo and Hicks. They both appear to be nice players, but it's time to move on from both of them. And uh, obviously, Carpenter has been amazing. He hit six home runs in his first seven games, and the only one who's ever done that in the past is Trevor Story with the Rockies in 2016. And... Uh, Matt Carpenter, Marwin Gonzalez, David McKay, Lucas Letke, Nesta Cortez have all grown mustaches, and I predict there's going to be more mustaches on the Yankees. And the previous famous mustaches on the Yankees were Thurman Munson, Catfish Hunter, Goose Gossage, Sparky Lyle, Don Manigan, and Jason Giambi. And my last couple, Roger Maris's son is rooting for Aaron Judge to surpass his father's home run record. And currently, the way Judge is hitting, He's up to possibly hitting 65 home runs during the season, the way he's going. If, you're, if he's healthy. The last thing uh, is the uh, – here's, here's something for you. Consecutive starts, three or less runs allowed. Just to show how, how good the uh, pitching rotation is. Since 1901, minimum five innings per start. Ron Guidry, 15 consecutive starts of three runs or less. Jim Bouton, 12 consecutive starts with 12 runs or less. And you know who the third one is? 
the current one. Nestor Cortez. You think? Tyon. It's no, it's Jordan Montgomery. No. Right? So, uh, you know, and, and as a Yankee fan, it's uh, <clears throat> almost too good to be true. And we shall see what happens. I hope it continues. Uh, 30 games over 500 is, is pretty interesting. And one last prediction before I leave you all. I think that the second place team in the American League East is going to be at the Red Sox. Maybe. <laughs> that's my rant for today. Thank you, Mark. Good, good, good. Wow. Uh, comments. Let's go with uh, Danny first. Okay, uh, I agree with a lot of things you said. I didn't hear about this Benintendi thing. Uh, is that just a rumor or uh, is it a fact? That's number one. Benintendi is a guy that I always liked. I never understood why uh, the Red Sox let him Indian. go. You know, he's a really exciting ball player. He always killed the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Uh, and I always liked him. He was a great guy. Regarding Hicks, I think Hicks... Uh, is a much better right-handed hitter. Uh, from the left-hand side, he's just horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, when he's when he has a bad right-handed, he's fine. Gallo will come around. Um, I have no doubt uh, about that. He's got a great eye for walking. But uh, like I say, if, if that situation is uh, is doing they're doing okay. Uh, like I say, if it ain't broke, why fix it? You know, the only thing that with the Hicks that they have to fix is the fact that he can't hit left-handed anymore. It reminds me a little bit of the Posada issue as a, as a switch hitter. It's mm-hmm. nice to have a switch hitter, but the switch hitter has to be able to hit equally from both sides. Nobody nobody can be like Bernie Williams on both sides. Anyway, that's my thank you. Uh, my rant to you. Rant to you. I wonder why they he doesn't bat righty all the time then. I know he's a, I'm a lifetime switch hitter. And maybe his pride. I don't know why. You know, he's a short porch, but he can't. Struck out three times yesterday, I think, oh. right? Oh. And they're booing him, too. Yeah. Well, booing him, too. All right, yeah. Gerald. You to... Two of them. Gerald, go ahead. So, so Mike, Mike, I have two questions for you. I understand, yes. JD, I understand J.D. Martinez is on the trading block. Is there any place for him on the Yankees? And my second question <laughs> is, what is the facial here? Uh, policy of the Yankees. Can you wear a beard or a goatee no. or a mustache? What's the oh. story on that? But the mustache is okay. I think that if you become a phenomenal player, like Don Mattingly did a couple of years ago, or he was for a while, he got away. He got away with a lot more. Jason Giambi could be a little bit more scruffy. So it depends. But for the most part, you have to be clean shaven, and they do allow mustaches. And as far as JD Martinez, the place, the best place for him would be DH. And I don't know if the Yankees need another DH oh. with, with uh, Stanton and now Carpenter and whoever else they might put in there. I think uh, uh, what's yeah. his name should be a, a DH more often the third baseman. So I don't think they could use him, but they could use a ball player like I said, somebody like Biantendi, somebody who could, could field really well and hit close to 280 and hit some home runs. That's what they not, that's what they need. If they replace somebody like that with uh, from uh, replace uh, Gallo and Hicks. The team would be so complete. Uh, I, I could see them winning more than 100. What is it, 18 games they're saying they're going to win? I could see them winning even more than that. And, of course, in the playoffs of the World Series, all bets are off. You never know what's going to happen. Right. Stanton has a mustache, and he has this thing over here. They, what do mm-hmm. they call that? A, a soul? A soul, soul patch. A soul right. patch. Okay. Yeah. They allow that, I guess, huh? You think. You think. Uh, who, uh, Roger, yeah. again. 
Yeah, no, I, with Mattingly, Mike, I remember Steinbrenner was driving him crazy about his hair and everything. Oh, yeah. It was the most ridiculous thing. It's like, you know, you've got an all-star great player here and he's worrying about the guy's hair. I mean, it was it was the craziest thing. <laughs> I mean, it was right. I think Billy Martin also had a mustache for a little while, too. They let old oh, Billy yeah. do it. And, uh, yeah, about Boone, I agree. It's, he's starting to do a little hit and run, finally. I mean. Right. You you know yeah, what else I, like I, don't, I don't like, though, is having Judge stealing bases. I don't know if that's a good idea. It isn't. No. That no, makes no. me very nervous when I see. I mean, yeah, he can steal bases, <laughs> but he gets hurt. I mean, it's what's the point? You know, I mean, it's it's, it's too yeah. dangerous. Milton. Yeah, just wanted to, in case you don't realize that Judge has more home runs as of this date than Babe Ruth, Mantle, or anybody else. He's got more than Mantle had or Ruth had as of this date. Yeah. So, don't let him steal bases. Cheryl, <laughs> go ahead, finish up. So, so Mike, in uh, in uh, Charlie Blackman's heyday, would the Yankees have tolerated all his long hair and his facial hair? No. No. <laughs> no, they would not have, and they were very successful without any of that. And uh, the the answer is right now. Uh, at the beginning of the season, they really thought Cashman didn't know what the hell he was doing. And there might be a possibility that Cashman is very, very lucky because I've never seen up until this part of the season as a Yankee fan, even in 1998, such a perfect storm. Out of the blue, these guys are playing like you would never believe. And in 98, it happened a little bit, but not like this, right? But, you know, one last thing before, before uh, you leave the Yankees. I would like to ask this following question to Gary. Nobody has the nerve to ask him this. Yeah, his what? previous game from his last game he played, he pitched the other the other day. He pitched the show. The previous game, the first three batters hit home runs, and then the second inning he gave up two more home runs. Then he gave up a few more hits. Boone took him out. I would like to know if uh, if uh, Gary Cole would like to explain what the hell he was doing to pitch so lousy, because. It has to be something more, whether it was a marital problem, whether it was drinking. Nobody of that level, I've never seen. Could you imagine Sandy Koufax having a game like that? I've never seen anything like that in my life. And that's what I worry about with Garrett Cole. Because once we get into the playoffs, he's supposedly the ace. And I don't think Boone will start Nesta Cortez ahead of Garrett Cole. So if Garrett Cole pitches like, like the way he pitched last year, you know, against the Red Sox, that's possible. And that's very, very worrisome. That could cost us. Garrett Cole, $324 million. There you go. There you go. So he's pitching first. (laughs) And, you know, he also had a full beard with the Astros. He shaved it off to come here. Mm -hmm. Remember that? That kind of money you can shave. (laughs) The Yankees were his favorite team growing up. That's what he says. That's what they all say. We'll see what happens. All right. What's the Howie? He's growing a mustache, too. Who is? (laughs) The Bat Boy. The bad boy. Yeah, right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. What he just shaved for the first time last last week. <laughs> <laughs> he probably didn't have to shave. He, sh- he says, "If I shave, it grows back faster." So I let me shave. All right, Howie, we're up to the West Coast report. You're all set for the West Coast report, Howie, sponsored yeah. by Seashells. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, like I told you guys two weeks ago, I said the NBA Finals would go six or seven games, and that's the way it's going. Uh, The game the other night, 
I think the, if the Celtics don't win the finals, they could kick themselves uh, by not winning the, the game, the last game, where Curry was, I think, zero for nine. At oh, three 14 points, points. Yeah. yeah. Points. And then they just turned the ball over, and uh, no one else stepped up besides Brown and Tatum, especially in the second half. Brown and Tatum played every minute of the second half, and they were gassed at the end. They really were. On the Warriors' side, though, Andrew Wiggins, I mean, this guy just mm. has flourished on this team, where he's not the number one scorer. He he doesn't have that that uh, pressure. I mean, he, he really did a job on Tatum. Uh, Thompson and Poole did well, but Gary Payton the second. Great D on Tatum, and he scored 15 points. Uh, I think that's the difference between the Warriors and the Southern. The Celtics, as good as Tatum and, and uh, uh, Smart and uh, uh, Brown are, there's no floor leader, real floor leader. No one's taking over. Like uh, with the Warriors, you, you have either Draymond or Curry taking over. And uh, so they're gonna they're gonna kick themselves from from uh, the other day. Uh, I got this from the New York Post. A guy posed as Clay Thompson was able to get into the arena and even got down on the on the floor and started shooting baskets. And he was a fake Clay Thompson. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And, of course, they kicked him out. He can't come. But he really fooled everyone. Uh, and regarding baseball, uh, the Giants uh, never replaced, uh, have, has never replaced uh, uh, Buster Posey. Their uh, next great captain, Joey Bart, has been sent to the minors. He's 25, 26 years old. They they bought this guy Wims from uh, the Philadelphia system, and the guy made like a Matt Carpenter Jr. Uh, uh, debut, just getting hit after hit, and he, he's playing in with sound. But they need the little, they're missing that bat, and I think they're going to go after uh, somebody. Uh, what's been mentioned out here uh, is uh, the availability of Wilson Contreras, which I heard. Even the Yankees may everybody go wants after. Want, everybody they, wants it. May want them. Everybody wants Wilson Contreras. And the other thing, the uh, the uh, Giants may go after somebody like a Trey Mancini would be a perfect fit for the Giants. <clears throat> the Giants, he, he moves around guys in the outfield. He platoons them. He'd be perfect for them. So uh, we'll see. <clears throat> That's about it. I'm going to have to leave you, but thank you very much to all you Yankee fans. Being a Met fan, you, you lost me a little bit, but you're right about the Yankees. They have perfect storm. They pick up Matt Carpenter. Nobody else wants him, and he becomes a hero. So that's the Yankee way, I guess. Anyway, yeah. thanks very much. It's a pleasure. Maybe I'll see you next week, okay? Okay. Take care, Barry. Thanks for coming. Take care. Okay. Uh, Danny. Yeah, I got a comment yesterday. I totally overlooked that yesterday's Yankee game. So interesting game. Yankees only got three hits. That's number one. Mm -hmm. uh, overlooked is the odd play that's never been seen before that um, 
on a on a pitch ball, the catcher throws the back the ball back to Nestor Cortez and it hits him on the head. <laughs> it's never been seen before that the pitcher can't catch the throwback from the from the catcher. And then I thought that you know as well as uh, um, as Boone has been managing that whole fiasco with changing pitches that they had. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was unnecessary on one hand. I think it was a case of him uh, going back to the last couple of years, which would over uh, overmanage the lefty-righty situation. I mean, it was going good the way it goes, you know. So, you know, pitch to Choi and be done with it, as opposed to losing all that time, and Choi ended up getting a base hit. Good for Choi, you know. But uh, I thought it was an overmanaging of the lefty-righty situation. What do you think, Michael? I agree with everything. You know, you know, I, you know what else I noticed? There's so much camaraderie in baseball. You ever see like like yeah. the game yesterday? Yeah. They had a 16 minute delay, and Nestor Cortez yeah. was hanging out. Yeah. I think he had his arm around uh, a Rosiona, right? Yeah, so what are you doing for, right? yeah. 15 minutes? It's unbelievable. And also, I never really noticed, but every time a batter comes up in the first time up, first time up, they always greet the the umpire and they give the like the uh the other yeah. catch a little love tap on, on the uh, on the, on the uh, shin or something like that. I never used to see that type of stuff. It's like such a strange and different world, the world of baseball. So uh, I don't know. That's... Did you see the uh, the incident with uh, Trout? Yeah, broken, the bro broken mm -hmm. bat, and yeah, that. The, the part that yeah. broke went. Yeah. Hit yeah. the umpire in the uh, below his eye, I believe. Yeah, wow. yeah, uh, leading all over. Yeah, <laughs> freak, freak, freak out. Freak thing. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, that was yeah, Gerald. Back in the day, I think this is applicable to the NBA as well as uh, Major League Baseball. There was no uh, fraternization between players on different teams. That was a definite no-no. I think I think that was a, a rule of Red Orbacks, in fact. Agreed. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Uh, Steven? Yeah, you know, related to that, a lot has to do with loyalty. Mm -hmm. You know, in those days, you, you stuck with one team your whole life. Now, who knows where you're right. going to go? Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. And Rizzo is the friendliest player in all the, the entire sport. He talks yeah. to everybody. Perfect team for oh, him, the Yankees. Yeah. Mark, Howie. Uh, one thing I'm sure Yankee fans are worried about is whether they'll re-sign Judge. And there was an article out here. Judge is from out here. He's from Linden, California, which is a small town outside of Stockton. And the Giants are going to be like 50 or $60 million under that uh, tax cap uh, that the baseball has. And uh, usually they don't, they don't give long-term contracts, but the Giants did go after Bryce Harper. Harper just wanted to stay on the East Coast. And they also uh, uh, offered money to Chris Bryant, who uh, signed with Colorado for more money, and now has been out all year with a bad back. So uh, there's money there, and the team will go after uh you know, a big bat. So the Yankees better pony up for Judge. You know what they call that, the Howie? If, if he goes to, uh, from in my country, that would be called a, a Shonda. <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd say he'd go to Yenem Velt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gerald, Gerald, comment. Two, two, two 
Two comments on, on uh, Judge's uh, potential contract. Considering his age and his injury history, do you think uh, teams would be reluctant to give him a long-term contract? I say yes, Jerry. He's right. that good. Right. You can see with your own eyes. You want him. He's also, right now, he's the face of baseball. People come and they stop what they're doing just to see Judge bat, whether you're in New York or any, any other city in the major leagues. Judge is the man. And uh, fortunately for Yankee fans, he's on our team, and we hope we keep him. But uh, I agree with Howie. He uh, he might he could be lured, you know, and and I also read an article where he should stay with the Yankees because that's what will make his legacy terrific. You know, if you stay with the one team and uh, look at Pujols with all the years he stayed with the Cardinals, uh, he sort of like lost something once he left the Cardinals. You stay with uh, Jeter, for example. He stayed with the Yankees. You know, those type of players, uh, you know, they they go up a very very high level in esteem. In the, in but the I think of of the dollar amount. You know, would, would the Giants be willing to put that many chips on one player? I always think back of, of uh, A-Rod when, when he went to, to the Texas. He basically, basically bankrupted the team. The team didn't have any money to do anything else. That's why A-Rod left Texas, because at $252 million, they didn't have anybody else to back him up with. Yeah. And no pitching, I know. <laughs> you know yeah. It was a horrible team. He got MVPs finishing in last place. Right. Well, you know. So basically, I don't think a, a team would want to bankrupt itself. Uh, Roger, you want to add to that? Steve, did you want to say something first? No, you can go, Roger. Yeah, yeah no, uh, Howie, I, I think Artie Moreno of the Angels is, is interested too from what I've been uh, hearing as well. So it could be a little, bit, little bidding war, but I, yeah, I'm hoping he'll stay with the Yankees. But yeah, yeah. he has those West Coast roots, so uh, mm -hmm. see what happens. Steven. So yeah, if they – they ever go to the mechanical uh, umpire, he's going to his value will go way up because he gets screwed on the low pitch. What's, what's the other thing? Yeah. Isn't isn't uh, Judge married now? Wonder how, he is. how he much is. of an influence is that to his? Uh, was that his high school girlfriend or something like that? Isn't she a West Coast girl also? I think so. Has to I have an influence, so. I think. Mm -hmm. well, Interesting there. Maybe she'll like you know, I was watching uh, the day you were at the game. How? I uh, after the game after the show, I went to take a look at that stadium, very deep in in right field and right center. Yeah, and a lot of judges' home runs go that way, right? He swings yeah. that inside out pitch all the time. Well, they've already they a, a couple of years ago they they used to have the bullpens on the side of the field, like because they wanted to make it like an old time. Yeah, bullpen. yeah. And they realized that the field was much too deep, so they put it in center field. So they brought the fences in. They did bring. Them. Uh, if they get judged, uh, you know they're going to bring the fences in further. <laughs> you just know it. And yeah, that is and if he and yeah. in left field, it's a pretty easy shot though. So. Uh, I don't know if Judge could adopt. adopt. A lot of a lot of uh, judges' home runs at Yankee Stadium would be outs in in, the, in San Francisco. Yeah, or today. be a double or triple. We call it triples alley. Well, they'll play it out. They'll play deep out there. They'll play deep. Yeah. Oh, he looks like he's dreaming. Yeah, Gerald. Yeah, Gerald. So Aaron Aaron Judge's wife was his. Uh, Childhood sweetheart. So obviously she's from California. Yeah. But okay. would you, any of you guys make a trade right now? 
judge for Pete Alonzo. Think about it. Mm. Younger? Mm. No. They're both going to have contracts coming up soon. I think Alonzo mm. has, has more control. Uh, I think the Mets like have control him. over him for a while. But uh, right. you wouldn't make a trade one for one? Don't need a first baseman. Well, <laughs> are the dimensions of the city field, is it suitable for Judge, like you said, in Yankee Stadium, right center, or is it deeper? Yeah. Probably a little deeper, right, Mark? Yankee Stadium is stadium. Uh, I think a little bit deeper, yeah. That's the deep part of the ballpark, center, right center, yeah. <clears throat> you lose some terrific defense, though, if you, if you trade Judge for Alonzo. Alonzo is a fair defender, but uh, Judge is a great ball player. Uh, defensively, he got dirty. Yeah. I wonder how high they will go. He'll be 30 years old, right? Uh, contract time, yes, yes, yeah, interesting. Uh, Roger, you want to add? Yeah, just a, a story you guys are mentioning Alonzo for Judge. My dad was always telling me there was a story of Ted Williams for Joe DiMaggio, was kind of yes, yes. rumored yes. out there. Yes, <laughs> if the Yankees ever would have pulled the trigger for something like that, I hope they <laughs> not have, but. <laughs> Well, it made I, sense, right? Uh, Williams to hit the ball to right field, the, the, the short porch. And, Maggio was the complete ball player, though, whereas Williams was not. I heard that story, Roger. I heard it was Larry McPhail, who was a big drinker, was kind of drunk, was out on the town with uh, the Red Sox owner. Was, what was his name? Uh, Tom, Tom Yorkie. Yorkie. And Tom they Yorkie. were talking about that trade. Maggio for uh, Williams, and luckily, and they agreed on it. Luckily, in the morning, they right. woke up and they realized. Right. Oh. Right. What am I doing? Can I, can I just address one thing about Judge leaving the Yankees? You really, you really think about the Yankees, you know, uh, the Yankee fans, baseball fans. I bet there's nobody here in this panel who could think of a ball player in the Yankees when he was in his prime that the Yankees lost. They lost Ruth towards the end of his, uh, his, it's his talent. But they never lost anybody who was as good as they possibly could be in the sport. And uh, uh, it true. doesn't happen. They do whatever they want. To know. Andy, Andy Pettit. Cano went to that was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cano. Michael, you got a different owner now. Right. I think we were all shocked when Cano mm -hmm. went with the money. Right. Yeah. He offered him a ton, too. Mm -hmm. right, he made more per year, Cano, in New York than he did in Seattle. And he would have been a winner. Yeah, yeah. Well, big mistake. Up. All right, uh, Gerald. Judge, judge uh, for the record, turned thirty in April. Yeah, yeah. already thirty. Yeah, it'd be very interesting what goes on. You know, okay. why couldn't they give him a contract for a certain number of years as a ball player, and then the last couple of years? They have the option of using him just in the organization without being if his skills deteriorate the last two years, mm -hmm. right? Give him some, give him, a, give him a longer term contract, but not all guaranteed from both sides as a player. They're thinking. Remember the Pujols contract that the Angels yeah. gave for yeah. him? They gave him ten years. Yeah. And he was in his prime, and he had a couple of good years, and then the last few he was nothing, and they just wasted the money. So th that's what they're thinking about. He's thirty. How 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 many years can he do what he's doing now, especially with that big body? No, he'll get hurt. Four, four, four or five at times. I don't know. So if you, you can't, would you give him an eight-year contract? That's no like way. that's four why that's that's why they're in a a problem. He wants the money. 
Just What's the guy's name? Tatiska. Here for what five years and call it a day. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Lindor got three hundred and what did he get? Three forty-one. Yeah, yeah. Lindor's three years younger though. Yeah. You know, speaking about that DiMaggio Williams trade, do you think what could happen today? Uh, trading Judge to the Angels for Mike Trout. Trout's an East Trout. Coast kid. He grew up in Jersey. Nice contract. Wait, let me see Trout's age. Very Trout nice. Is, Very isn't nice. Trout around the same age? They're about the same age, aren't they? Same oh, age. Oh, so. He has a few years left on his contract. Yeah. But Trout's got hurt the last couple of years, right? Yeah. Last year, especially. Yeah. Judge. Yeah. 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 You know why I wouldn't do it? Trot for Judge. There's a subliminal thing in baseball. And Judge appears to be a winner. The Yankees are terrific. And Trout, his team is always mediocre to crap. Notice, like I always say, would you rather have a great pitcher who cannot win a game to save himself or a lucky Jim Cooks type pitcher who's nine and three? Yeah, but but Trout's always been been on teams of lousy pitching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one guy, no, baseball great guy can't player. and a whole team. One guy can't do it. All right, let's. Uh, uh, yeah, Stephen uh, Goldberg. I haven't yeah. heard from you. Uh, so you, you sound like a, if somebody doesn't win a World Championship, is not a great player. Uh, you say Ernie Banks is not a great Hall of Famer. You're on a lousy, you know, you're on a lousy team. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't play. Same situation. All the other players, yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, that's right. The same kind yeah. of situation because yeah, the Cubs never won during that time. I've never won right. it, and they, right. only in the end of his career they they they, they became. But on Ernie Banks, unfortunately, couldn't age at the time that he played, and he couldn't pick the team to play with. He couldn't say to the Cubs. Correct. There was no free agency back yeah. in those days. He right. stuck with the that's team. Funny, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, the players you think would never go to a team, but yeah. Uh, Bitter rivalries, and yet they wind up on the team they were a long time ago. The Dodgers and Giants hated it. Yeah, they, they, they couldn't they, they couldn't stand each other. Giants' favorite pitcher, Sal Magley, uh, known for knocking everybody down, especially on the Dodgers. And he winds up oh. on the Dodgers in the, in the, in the World <laughs> Series against the Yankees. Those things happen, you know. Yeah, things uh, happen. Yeah. When when, yeah. when 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 you change your uniform. You know, you gotta get you gotta get along with the players. That's right. Yes. You know, That's right. Yes. The Yankees could have had they could have drafted Trout. You know, <clears throat> so the Mets could have done it also. You know, uh, the Mets got nothing out of the Yankees. Got they took Mark the sheriff. They had to give up the first round pick. Uh, that would uh, that would have been Trout, and they won one World Series. If they got Trout back in two thousand eight or nine, I think they would have won more more championships than they have. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? A couple more of them before we move on. All right, let's do Milton and then Gerald, then we'll move on. You remember also that Cashman uh, had a conflict with Jeter. He didn't want to give uh, Jeter that contract. And Jeter, face-to-face to him, asked him, who would you rather be playing shortstop for the New York Yankees? And Cashman said, how about Tula Whiskey? Remember that? (laughs) He did. Yep. He had a problem, you know, so they will see what happens. You know, I would give him, give him the money, but it's not, a, not my money. Would you make him the captain? Even though captains, uh, I don't think there's any captains in baseball now. 
I think you're we'll right. I it. think that nobody is a captain because it means nothing anymore. Clubhouse mm. leader? I don't know. Uh, Gerald, finish up. Come on. I, th I think analytics generally recognizes that most players' skills peak between the ages of, say, 31 and 33. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So judges, it's 30, yeah. Mike. So it's almost okay. like the... At the, at the take two more point. years. It's just about at that point. He doesn't get hurt. <clears throat> All right. Nice little discussion there. That, that's a very good discussion there. Thank you, guys. And it's time for Larry from Fairfax, Virginia. Your story of the week, and you're sponsored by the alphabet. <laughs> so go ahead, uh, Larry, if you got a good story. I'm sure you got a good story. My story this week is entitled Subsidizing Stadiums is Not Justified. My story on stadium subsidies first defines a stadium subsidy and then goes into its economics. First, the definition of a stadium subsidy. A stadium subsidy is a type of government subsidy given to professional sports franchises to help finance the construction or renovation of a sports venue. <clears throat> stadium subsidies can come in different forms, tax-free municipal bonds, cash payments, long-term tax exemptions, infrastructure improvements, and operating cost help. And su such subsidies can come from all levels of government. Second, the economics of subsidizing stadiums. Before 1950, stadiums were almost entirely privately financed. But in 1951, MLB Commissioner Fort Frick announced that cities must subsidize construction of new stadiums <clears throat> because teams were struggling to cover the cost of their construction. In a 2017 sur survey, 83% of economists polled believe that the subsidy on stadiums outweighed its economic benefits. This degree of, of agreement among economists is remarkable when you consider that they rarely agree on much else. Further, economists found the opening of a new stadium in the NFL, NBA, NHL, or MLB did not improve local economic development as measured by per capita income over a 25 year period. Also, across the major sports leagues, studies show <clears throat> that stadium proponents overstated economic benefits by 236% because of the following. With family budget limits, going to sports events reduces spending on other recreational activities. Finally, abuses from exorbitant stadium packages, sweetheart leases, and footloose franchise have left many citizens and politicians crying foul. Mm -hmm. What remedy, if any, is available to curb escalating subsidies and to protect fans and cities from such financial folly? Cities have tried to form a sports host association to counterbalance the monopoly power of the sports leagues, but this approach never took root. This completes my story of this for this week. Thank you, Larry. Anybody want to uh, comment on that? Uh, Roger. 
Yeah, uh, uh, Howie, I know your Giants, I think, uh, financed the whole construction of their new stadium, correct? I mean, yeah, but I, I was just thinking about that. Thanks, Roger. Uh, I think what happened, I'd have to look it up, but I think the city, the, the area where the park is now, or Oracle Park, was like a place where you went and got mugged. There was nothing there, it was just wasteland. And the city of San Francisco donated the land. The Giants built the ballpark on their own, privately, and they paid off, and it was such a success, they were able to pay off the mortgage after 15 years. So everything everything they're making now is pure profit. So they got, it was a great deal for them. What it also did for that area is it, is it revitalized that area, housing, uh, uh, restaurants and all, and then further down from where the Giants Park is, where our Chase Center is, where the, the Warriors play, that area was being revitalized anyway by UCSF Hospital. They were they had a different campus, and where uh, the students, the uh, the interns would have lived and also uh, work. Uh, so that and again, that area was just bad, you know area so uh it what the giants did was the right thing to do they ponied up the money for the construction what the a's want to do in oakland is what gerald mentioned they wanted a couple tax break uh, uh zones and they want to build not only the stadium but a uh theater housing everything a whole big thing uh and uh, that's a lot for the city, county, and state, and, and the harbor to, to put out. So, yeah, keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. Roger. I'm just following up on that. I know Oakland is not San Francisco as much as I, you know, I love my Oakland Raiders. And of course, they they left too. They were always driving the city crazy, trying to get yeah. tax breaks left and right. So, yeah, it sounds like the A's are probably going to go elsewhere. It sounds oh. like. Yeah. 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 Michael? Yeah, the stadium up in uh, Buffalo, is that supposed to be paid for completely by us taxpayers, or is that going to be the oh. money that we're going to pay for that stadium, uh, our subsidizing the stadium? Ask your governor. <laughs> that whole issue would cost her the hobby. That's our politics, our politics, right? Okay. Uh, one more. Gerald? Uh, does uh, Oakland, do the Oakland days basically have the lowest attendance per game in baseball? I, How we, yeah, I think, I so, think right? so. I think it was like seven. I mean, this may be a high figure, maybe 17,000 a game, I think. I know the Red Sox were here like a week or so ago and they, they hit 20,000. It was all Red Sox fans. You know? <laughs> uh, it, it's just horrible. They could, they could do what the Giants did privately you know, the, they had the land. They can privately build Thanks, stadium Jim. and a big everything else they want where they are. And you got the bar train. You got the railroads. You got everything there. Uh, but they don't want to. They want to have that uh, stadium, you know, by the bay, just like the Giants have. And they want it all. And they're not going to get it in Oakland, and I'm sure, I am positive, I bet the ranch, they're going to be in Vegas. 
about five years. We have to wait five years. About that. All this. Not sooner. Larry. Virginia just pulled out of the running for the a new stadium for the commanders. They, they couldn't agree on they couldn't agree on the subsidy amounts. One part, one one the Democrats wanted three hundred million, and the governor wanted one one billion, and they, and they never made it, had an agreement, and so they pulled out of the whole thing. So they're they're not building a new stadium like we said. Not in Virginia. Not in Virginia. We'll not see Virginia. what happens in Maryland and D.C. Wow. Cool. Mm. All right. Uh, looking around. Looks good. Uh, let's go to hockey with uh, Fred and Ron. If you have some information for us. I'm sure you do. Uh, well, you want to start on the Rangers or you want to start about the Stanley Cup finals? <laughs> well, do the Rangers first because uh, that's well, what happened first. All right. Even though they lost, they still had a, a very good year. The last game, I mean, Ron probably, I think you would agree with me, they just seemed gassed out that they, they had no energy. Uh, they, yeah. they just, uh, Tampa's a better team, let's put it that way. That, yeah, it, they were, especially yeah. when Vitrano tied the game up at one and then yeah. 20 you seconds know, later. I, I was so excited sitting on the couch, Yona. And then oh god, yeah. deflated twenty seconds later. But I know, and and I was at the game a week ago Thursday, yeah. where where Strom missed the open net. Yeah, oh, would have been a, a a tip in. And I mean, I've seen this thing before on Facebook yeah. where they put up a picture of um, yeah. an old JFK, yeah. and they said this is what JFK would look like if Ryan Strom was the shooter. Yeah. <laughs> in in yeah, all reality, though, the, the Rangers yeah. lost the series in, in game but three when they, couldn't, when they couldn't hold that 2 nothing lead. Exactly. The two uh, I mean, that, that was the whole – that gave Tampa Bay, you know, momentum. And it was just, Apparently, he took that shot with a bad pelvis, though, guys. Yeah. And that, that's another thing. I mean, not the second guess, but I don't think he should have ever played in game seven. Uh, game yeah. six, I mean. Well, I, I don't think anyway Strom is coming back even before yeah. this. They're not going to resign him. They're going to go after, you know, hopefully sign Cop. Yeah. And well, maybe Vetrano or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. You just have to add the, a couple more pieces, I think. Yeah. They're somewhat limited. They're, they only have like $10 million to, uh, <laughs> you know, spend. And so one of the papers, I think it was Larry Brooks's column the other day, said if somebody blows the Kako uh, out, out of the water with an office sheet, of, like in the $4 million range, Rangers may not be able to afford him to, to match that. Yeah, his contract is his contract is up. He's a restricted free agent, so he can get an offer from another team, and the Rangers have the right to match. If they don't. I think they get a first and a third round draft choice. Now he's twenty one years old. Twenty, yeah, he's yeah. under twenty two, but twenty one. Yeah. How does how does a twenty one year old get an unrestricted contract? No, because he's his third or fourth year in the league. He's, yeah, he's he's remember, been remember long, in yeah. hockey. It's not it's not uncommon for eighteen year olds. You know, guys to be in their first year at 18. You know, yeah, not like baseball. Right. There's no 18-year-olds in baseball. Right, right. Or, or, or in football. Basketball, there probably could be. But Yeah. So, Ron, you were at that game. Yeah. Was game five. Last Thursday night. With yes. The fan, with the fan punching the uh, Lightning fan. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not funny, but uh, yeah. where I we, – we, as soon as they scored the third goal, uh, Tampa – Melissa and I left the game. Oh. And then the next day I saw what happened 
And yeah. from the view I saw, that's exactly the way we walk out of the garden. Yeah. So if we, I don't know what would have happened if we would have waited uh, for the end of the game and it would have happened while we were there. But it, it was a disgusting thing would happen with the Ranger fan Absolutely. day. I mean, I, I don't know which this isn't an excuse. Does everyone know what we're talking about? Yes. yes. Anyone not know what we're talking about? Okay. You know, it was disgusting what he did. I don't know if he was mouthing off to the Ranger fan. I wasn't there. I heard, diff, you know, whatever, but it, it was uncalled for. So how do they ban him for light? How do you how do you monitor that? Yeah, that, that's how I always wondered that, too. How do you monitor for that? Well, if he has season tickets, you could revoke those. Okay. That's Other good. than that. You could get him on the secondary market, but I'm sure he could sneak in somehow. You know. How about facial recognition equipment? Yeah. They don't use that, Jerry. I don't know. You go to a Ranger game, you go to a Met game, a Yankee game. They I don't, don't know do how that. they can manage from life. I don't understand that. Uh, you want to go on to the, the current uh, championship? Well, last night, Colorado prevailed in overtime. In about a minute, I think it was about a minute and something, a couple of minutes into overtime, the win 4-3. They, they took a 3-1 lead in the first period and Tampa Bay scored two goals in 48 seconds in the second period. Colorado's a also a great team. It's very, very fast, speedy, speedy team. I, I personally would like to see Tampa Bay win the series so I could say as a Ranger fan, well, we lost to the Stanley Cup final, uh, champion. No, not me. F, F no? Tampa Bay. The one difference I see yeah. between the Rangers, Tampa Bay, I'm, I'm picking Colorado in this series anyway. I think they're going to win too. But... Yeah, but in the Rangers series against Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay had, what, uh, 10 days off? Yeah, so something like that. I think the Rangers caught them not sharp the first two games. Right. Whereas last night, Colorado was the team that hasn't played since May 28th. Right. And they yeah. came out and won the game. Right. They looked pretty sharp. So that's why... I'm rooting for the Avs, and I think they'll win in like six games. That's my opinion. <coughs> Michael, I think the Avs. I want to say Fred, if you're rooting for Tampa Bay, what can change your mind is all you have to do is listen to Tampa Bay radio announcer. Oh yeah. You listen to the way he announces the game, you'll change your mind because he, you would want to shoot your radio if you want to listen to him. Really. And, uh, <laughs> and the other thing I just want to say is I'm enjoying the uh, the Avs Tampa Bay uh, playing in in Denver. Because I see all the yeah. pictures of everything that I love in Denver, so that's nice yeah. for me. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. sure a fact. Yeah, Lightning is the first team since the Wayne Gretzky Edmonton Oilers, eighty-three to eighty-five, for being in the finals for three straight years. Yeah, didn't know that. And, didn't know that. And they beat a New York team to to each year in the finals and in the in the conference finals. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's funny. I was listening Sunday the sports talk radio on FAN and all of a sudden some people praising the Rangers. One guy calls up and says, Rangers got to fight a coach and hire back Barry Trotz. Atlanta's <laughs> a terrible coach. <laughs> what did I hear to stir about Barry Trotz? Who wants to hire him? Oh, Winni Winni Winnipeg because he, he's from Manitoba. And they're going to give him a lifetime what? Free beer. Free a, beer. A brewery out there says, we'll life. give you a lifetime free beer if, if, if you become coach. Play for I saw that. <laughs> 
Coach Winnipeg. You guys knew who's going to be the coach of the Flyers? Yeah, Torts. Who? <laughs> really? Tortorella. Yeah, yeah it's, I, didn't, uh, I didn't hear it. It's like it's 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 almost done. I think it's almost a done deal. I heard that too. I see the, uh, the guy who got fired in Boston is going to become the coach of Las Vegas. <clears throat> Look uh, how these coaches get recycled from one team to they, another, right? Yeah, they, they, you know, like baseball. Always man. get a paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. You want to talk? You want to talk about You want to talk about the NBA draft next week? Well, how? Uh, how? Howie's still there? Howie. Is there anything you wanted to add right. to the basketball? We talked about the basketball mm-hmm. during the NBA draft. Is there anything up? else you want to add? No. Uh, 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 Step Curry. Uh, if he wins the MVP of the finals, which he has never done, then that will just enhance his legacy. Don't you, know? don't you think at this point w- w- Wiggins might win the MVP? No. Well, I think uh, it's better than well, tonight. Curry had that great game in game four. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> if he comes back and has a great game uh, tonight, uh, it'll be Curry. I mean, but, sometimes it's not, not the star play. Remember a few years ago, was it Andre Iguodala won the MVP? You know? It was Iguodala, and right. the other two were Durant. By the way, right. there was times where Wiggins was shooting, and it, if you blink your eye, I thought I was looking at Kevin Durant. He had the same yeah. same type of two-pointers that Durant uh, was getting for the Warriors. You know, Mark, before when you were talking about Kako, you know, being, you know, four years in the league, Wiggins is in his eighth year already. How old is he? 15? 19. No, I mean, after his first year of college, so he was probably 19. Yeah, he's only, I think he's only 26. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one last thing about, let's go Warriors tonight, because if the Celtics win one more championship than the Lakers, I am going to be really good. I was going to ask you, what do you think about the new coach for the Lakers? You know anything about him? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a hand puppet for LeBron. Okay. Uh, okay, Howie, one question for you. Why the hell are you wearing green? <laughs> uh, it just matches my pants. I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> you know, it's funny because Jimmy Kimmel had a bit the other night where he was interviewing uh, fans at Pier 39, San Francisco. And he would interview Warrior fans and say, oh, go for the Warriors. And then he'd give them Celtics jerseys. Can you root for the Celtics? And they would they would do that and vice versa. Celtics fans, yeah. And, you know, so they would be traitors. Uh, <laughs> but this is purely coincidence. Okay. Uh, change before the game tonight. I mean, I, I, was, I grew up. Next, so I hated the Celtics growing up. Yeah, he's not wearing me a Bob Cousy uh, jersey. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> what do you got, Michael? Good question for Ron. How would you feel if LeBron goes to the Warriors? Would you let, let him? Would you let him I, I am so tired of LeBron's uh, crap. Let him go. He he doesn't show up. They should uh, under fourth quarters. They should put his face on the milk carton. <laughs> Of all the big games. <laughs> missing, missing in action. Very good. I, you want to talk about the draft next week? Uh, next Thursday mm-hmm. after our show, the draft, the NBA draft. Yeah. I don't know. There's not like one, you know, outstanding play. And, you know, you know, it's not, they go. say this is not one of the better years, you know, 
there's no consensus number one. A lot of people think yeah. Jabari Smith out of Auburn might be number one. Knicks are Knicks are at number eleven. Every day, every day in the post, you read about a different player who to, who, who who they might draft if they get to so it. There's not not a lot of excitement this year. But do you guys know who's uh, one, two, and three in the draft next next? Fred, you be quiet for a second. Right. Who, who's number one? Who's number two? Who's number three in the draft right now? In players or teams? No, the teams. teams. What the top three teams in the draft next week? Who's one? Who was the top draft? The top pick? Oh my God! Oh, Orlando, 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 Orlando. Who's number right. two? Uh, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, so. got Oklahoma City, and who's three? Houston. Is Charlotte three. Houston. 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 All right. Houston, by the way, Houston just traded their top scorer last year to Dallas for four players. Christian mm-hmm. Wood. All right. Uh, as far as other basketball news, I guess we could say this under basketball. Two more basketball notes. What about Brittany Griner? Not even that one. Uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the George Washington University, and I, I would call it basketball. Of course, they play other sports, too. You know their nickname? Colonials, right? Yeah, they're changing their nickname next year. Uh-oh. Because uh, the colonial. Colonial. The colonial cannot serve its purpose in uniting the school. What? The colonials fought for the land and freedom mm. and democracy, democracy. But the argument here is that uh, yeah. they fought and killed indigenous, indigenous groups, which brought on slavery. I don't uh, know. I mean, like... <laughs> don't pick your nose because you, you you won't have a finger anymore. So what are they changing it to? They don't know yet. They haven't decided. Can you imagine how stuffy the people are who are involved yeah. in this decision? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. Don't know. We and then there was a death. Are... There was a death in basketball. Yeah. Uh, George Thompson. Really? He died. Oh, George, he died. not not the, not the John John Thompson, but George Thompson. Really? He died. Went to my I knew that guy knew him in high school. Seventy four. Oh, race. Uh, right. Uh, Asmuth, right. Terrible. Uh, star player for Marquette. Uh, sixty seven to sixty nine. I had diabetes. I knew him personally. I better I watch what I eat. Diabetes. I didn't know that. Oh. Fourth all time scorer at Marquette. Marquette. He's under yeah. Al McGuire. Born in New York City. Went to. Yeah, he graduated, graduated two years before me. Was he? He was a best player in our city championship team when they would beat David Clinton and Nate Tiny Archibald. Drafted by the Celtics in the fifth oh. round, but he went I mean, to the ABA, ABA. played with the Pittsburgh Pipers slash Condors. Oh. I didn't see 72, the Memphis Tams in 72, 74. Then he came, finally came to the Milwaukee Bucks for a year or so. Uh, after his playing career on Marquette, uh, he was analyst on the, um, the, the Marquette radio. <laughs> and he's in the Marquette Hall of Fame. But John, uh, George Thompson, not to get confused with John Thompson. When I read George Thompson... Right away, I thought of John Thompson. Second second best player ever to play out of Erasmus. Only Billy Cunningham was better. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Terrible story on that one. I'm Marty Goldsmith. What's that? Marty Goldstein. I didn't hear. Who? For Fred, Marty Goldstein. Who's Marty Goldstein? He was a couple years ahead of you. He was a great player out of Erasmus. All right. Never made it anywhere. 
All right, yeah. let's go on to baseball. Of we course, another guy, Yankees, Yankees and Mets are still in first place. Uh, the Yankees keep increasing their lead, and the Mets, of course, are their lead is shrinking. Uh, they're still up by four. Won fourteen straight games. Yeah, the Braves are hot, but they can't go on forever like that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you notice last Friday night? Before we go, Gerald, hold on a second. Before last Friday night. The Yankees and the Cubs were on Amazon Prime TV, and the Mets were on Apple TV. I think this is going to be a trend. You yeah. know, uh, the, the regular yeah. announcers, as we hear them, of course, were not on. They had their own private. Probably the lowest combined viewership. Yeah, That's right. Terrible. Yeah, 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 but a- yeah. Apple had Wayne Rent. Apple had Wayne Randazzo doing the Mets game on Apple TV. I thought that was great. Oh, they had him on yeah. there. Okay. But it was also it was also great to listen to it on radio. Listen to Ed Coleman do the game. Okay. Wow. Absolutely, really? absolutely. Friday and no Saturday. Question. He did the game Friday and Saturday because Gary Cohen wasn't there on Saturday. But you think I thought he was tired for I it. hope not. I hope not too. Fred, did he retire, Ed Coleman? I thought. Yeah. Yeah, he, he retired, did, but yeah. He, came, he came back to do these two games on radio. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to pay great. for all great. that streaming. Peacock, yeah, yeah. Well, I have Apple, that, but it's a pain in the butt, you know, to uh, to log it on. But that's I thought that was interesting. And how about Clint Frazier? Yeah. <laughs> he oh leaves, he leaves the Yankees. He bashes them, hmm. grows his hair, grows his beard. And uh, not having a great year. And the, here come the Cubs to Yankee Stadium. And the same day, they uh, designate for assignment him. You know, you, you know what's ironic about that, Mark? That when Frazier came here, he was in New York and they designated for assignment. Do you remember when Seattle was playing the Mets? Everybody was excited to see that guy, Kalenic. And while he was in New York, they sent him down. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> I wonder if he did it on purpose because they knew he was coming in and they figured he had no future anymore. And Syndergaard didn't come when they were playing the Mets, when the Angels played the Mets. They didn't pitch. They pushed them back. Yeah, They pushed them back. He was supposed to pitch the Sunday night game originally, but then they pushed him back. Yeah, Marcus Stroman, right shoulder inflammation on the Cubbies. Inflammation. Terrible. Inflammation or injury. It just keeps getting better and better. They're There's nobody to on that team that we know except for uh, Contreras. And the he's manager. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the manager was the two. The Cubbies looked almost intimidated by coming to New York. And uh, the, first, the first game, they, they lost two to one yeah. because the Yankees were tired. They came in very, very late. And then the next two games, the Cubbies, they, they looked like they were lost. They looked like they were literally. But... Did you notice in that fr- in that Friday game, I think both teams were something like 0 for 34 with runners in scoring position? Yeah. And that's a long game. That went wow. to extra innings Thir- with the ghost with the ghost, with the ghost runner. 13 had to be one of the longest games ever with a ghost runner. Yeah. It, it tied for the longest game. Oh, there, was one, there was one other game this year, and I think last year there was one game like that. Truly amazing, huh? Then the Yankees broke out Saturday and Sunday. Unbelievable. And it wasn't like one team scored and the other team scored, you know, back no. and forth. Nobody scored. It was 1-1, right? one, one, extra innings, ended 2-1. It, right? it was two solo home runs. And then nobody could get a hit with runners in scoring position. They're 0 for 34 combined until Trevino got a, got that single in the, what, right. 30? But I think it's because the Cubbies stink and the Yankees were tired, basically. That's why that game was like that. Yeah, right. Didn't the Yankees play the night before? 
The Yankees played the night before, right. and then they didn't get back to New York till five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, because they certainly broke out the next night oh, and Sunday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the Cubbies didn't look ready to play, though. I'll tell you. No, no. And yeah, I think yeah, I can't identify any of that any of that team there. Uh, Gerald. You know, the Braves in their winning streak have not exactly had the uh, the strongest opponents. And the Mets playing against teams with 500 winning percentages or higher actually have done extremely well. Well, you, you got to play the games who's on your schedules, they say. Yeah, yeah. A uh, couple of uh, injury notes, of course. Uh, Max Scherzer may be back in two weeks pitching. Uh, mm-hmm. DeGrom. Open sessions, James McCann, rehab. So slowly but surely, uh, they're getting their players back. Yankees, Aroldis Chapman may be getting uh, back soon. We talked about him earlier. Uh, Loisica, shoulder inflammation, should begin throwing in a week or so. His, 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 uh, his progress was delayed because he had to go back to Nicaragua. He had a family crisis. Um David Cohn is having hip surgery. Did you hear that one? I heard that one today. No. David Cohn, during the All-Star break, is going to have hip surgery. Been bothering him for quite a bit. He decided to have the surgery. And, uh, of course, he does the Yankee games and the Sunday night baseball. He plans on being back within two weeks. Mm-hmm. Good for him and good luck to him. Um, Buck Showalter made a good point. You know, he uses uh, Luis Guillaume as a utility guy. And he, and he mentioned last week, wouldn't it be great to have a position on the all-star team designated yeah. as a utility guy? Yeah, it would be. You know, have a slot yeah. for a utility guy. Because now, baseball, yeah. you have all these guys who play all over the place. Right. And that's what they look for. And instead yeah. of being a one-set position. So he made a very, I thought, a very good point. It is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Larry, you still there? Or Larry left us. Yeah. Larry left us because I wanted uh, Stephen Strasburg. Yeah, he yeah, does. Exactly. I, I read it, at least he had his his start that night last Thursday night. He was on national TV, and he didn't look so good. And sure enough, he had discomfort discomfort on a in a bullpen session, and they sent him back on the. Uh, injured list. Gerald? In Strasburg's career, which entails 13 years, he's averaged less than 20 starts per year. So therefore, he's probably been on the IL at least a third of his career or more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We hear about him getting hurt. But I tell you, when he started, what a, what a, what a story. Let's watch him pitch. Right. Yeah, but that, you pitches, you you can't, the arm. Can't do that. Jake, Jake DeGrom. Can't do it. The arm goes. Uh, how about that story with uh, the White Sox manager, Tony La Russa? Yeah. Uh, play, they're playing the, uh, the Dodgers. Right. He intentionally walks Trey Turner, who had a one and two count. And right. he intentionally walked him. Pretty unusual. <laughs> the batter before, uh, the, the runner on first, it was a wild pitch or a pass ball. He ended up on second base. So he was going with the odds, saying that uh, Turner is a fabulous one and two hitter. 
<laughs> sure enough, he, he put him on base, and Max Muncy hits promptly hits the three run homer. <laughs> and right away, the fans of uh, Chicago fire Tony, fire Tony, the old man. <laughs> of course, he's playing with you know managing a team that has all these guys who are injured. You know, Lance Lynn, Jimenez, uh, Tim Anderson, star players on the team injured. If they're in second place, aren't they, Mark? Yep. I was looking at the standings today. I think it's something like out of the 30 teams, 21 or 22 teams are either first, you know, within five games of, of the wild card. Yeah. But that mm-hmm. West is not so good, right? You had the Twins. That's the Central. Central, you mean. Central. 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 Okay, uh, how about the, the the cardinal pitcher? How do you pronounce his name? Mikolas. 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 Yeah. Miles. He's one pitch. What was he? One strike away or one pitch? One strike. One strike yeah, away that. from a, a no hitter and then a double. <laughs> and right um, away after the double, they took him out. <laughs> was that the Was that the game that took an hour fifty four minutes? Oh, I don't know about that. It, it was one. I think it was because. He pitched a complete game in that game. No, so, they, took, they took him out uh, after the, the no-hitter was uh, it was one pitch away. And a Cal Mitchell. You'll never hear a Cal Mitchell ever again, but he'll, he'll go on and tell his grandchildren he broke up a no-hitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pirates. And then yesterday, Tyler Anderson was two outs away before Otani uh, got a hit. Oh, yeah. So lots of no-hitters, almost no-hitters. And how about yesterday? We talked about this before in other shows. Uh, the the immaculate uh, inning, throwing yeah. nine pitches and getting three strikeouts. It yeah. happened twice with the Astros. Uh, two different pitches had immaculate innings, and I think mm-hmm. that ties a record or, may, or maybe set a record. Yeah, I think. I thought I read, heard on one of those ESPN calls it was the first time that ever happened. You don't hear too much about that. <laughs> and it was the same guys. The same three guys. That's the interesting too. The oh, really? Three that guys. Oh, that I didn't know. <laughs> That's a, that could be a, a movie. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, this Saturday, the Dodgers are going to uh, unveil a Sandy Koufax statue. I think it's about time. Uh, mm. 50 years since he was inducted in the Hall of Fame. Could you imagine that? Can you mm. picture him pitching? Think about Sandy Kof- Koufax pitching. 50 years ago, yeah. he made the Hall of Fame. Mm. Michael, Michael. You know what I just read? Does anybody know what Koufax means? Keep it clean, Michael. Keep it clean. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's a derivative Vacuum of... Vacuum cleaner? Of, no, it's, it's derivative of Kovax, and basically his name means Smith. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And the last I heard, Robinson Cano is in the minors. Is that true? Yes, yes. He decided to go down to the San Diego affiliates. Truly amazing. Uh, They had a listing of the – let's see if I have this here. They they had a survey of the 25 greatest announcers, I guess they're baseball announcers of all time. I'm not going to go over the list because time-consuming. But you knew who – Gary Cohen was number 25. 
Okay. On this greatest all-time list. I like him. Who do you think was number one? Vince Scully. Scully. And who, was number, Scully. who was number two? Ernie Harwell. Mel Allen. Mel Allen. Really? <clears throat> Harry Carey. Was number three. For him, three. Pirates. And they had Red Barber, believe it or not, as number five. I was surprised on that one. He annoyed me. He annoyed me. I didn't like him. I don't know. know, His real name is Walter Lanier. Maybe Walter Lanier Barber. I don't know. The only thing Red Barber did that I liked when he was announced, remember as a kid, he had this like hourglass and he would give the yes. score every three minutes. Right. Yeah. right. I mean, that drives me crazy. The Yankees, I don't know if you guys ever listened to the Yankee game, like in the car or something. They never give the score of the game. They, right. they should always give the score at the top yeah, of the inning. or Because people are tuning in on radio. You know, TV, you don't have to, but in radio, you should. It makes yeah. sense. Well, that's the, that's. I don't think they're told to tell the score, you know. No, but he's told he, to tell the story. No, but on radio, but on radio, was, on radio especially, have to be, uh, people, people going in and out of their cars, they put the outside. game on, you know. Right, 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 right. Where was Mel Allen? Number two. Oh, Who was on the list? I can go over the list. You want to hear the list? No. Does it make it? Time-consuming. Time-consuming. Okay. Let's see if I have anything else. Roger's got something. Roger, go ahead. How about that, by the way, a baseball yeah, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, you, you never get the score. For a while, I remember years ago, they would only get the score if yeah. the Yankees were winning. Yeah. It was crazy. But really? the, Mark, the thing about Mikulik, or the guy in the Cardinals, however you pronounce his name, it reminded me of, of Johan Santana. This guy had never thrown more than, I don't know, 100, 105 pitches, and he's almost at 130. I mean, it's... Right. Like, you know, I mean, Santana, I think it ruined his, the rest of his career. This guy is relatively young, so I, I don't know. It didn't make sense. Let's watch, no his, let's watch his career as he pitches his next year. Then, you know, yeah, you know. let's watch his career. What happens? Uh, Michael, go ahead. It was also very entertaining listening to John Sterling broadcast those three home runs in a row that Cole gave up. Oh, yeah. By the, time, by the time he gave up the third one, he's sort of like grunting before he's making <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was a death in baseball, but he wasn't a baseball player. He was the son of a baseball player. I hope you heard this. Captain John J. Sachs. Uh, Steve oh, yeah. Steve Sachs. Oh, yeah. Steve Sachs. The helicopter crash. Marine. Marine. In California. And uh, 33 years old. Wow. Terrible no. hearing something about that. Okay. Uh, congrats to Flushing High School. Ron, you still there? No, you bailed out. No, Ron. Flushing High School won the PSAL championship uh, this year. <laughs> uh, Is that the first time, Mark? No, they won back in. Um, One six? <laughs> they won years ago. I don't have when they last won. But they ended the year, they were 15 and 0 during the season. And five and zero oh in the playoffs. They must have been something very special this year. Okay, uh, we could go on to football, but I'm watching that sure. time there. Sure. Anybody want to add something else before we go on? One thing about football. Yeah, football. Yes. Sauce something or other, and he liked another teammate's number, and he. 
the, he asked the other guy what he what he wanted for the number, yeah. and it was number one, and he paid fifty thousand dollars cash yeah. for the number, which yeah. leads to the question: uh, they should have kept that private because isn't there going to be a, a tax? Uh, yeah. You pay tax on that money. Wouldn't it have been better uh -huh. to just keep that private. Probably. That's <laughs> Don't you wish you had that amount of money to buy a number? That's amazing how they throw away money. In sports. Right. They never had it before, and now they have it. Number. Gerald? Should I give next week the report on excellent hitting pitchers? Oh, yeah. Do that now. I'm sorry. I passed that yet right by. I didn't have it in. Yeah. Put that. Uh, remind me, and I'll put it somewhere in the notes next week. I'm sorry. We'll okay. That right back. Okay. No problem. Hey, Mark. Thanks. Go ahead. Was Bob Euchre on that list? Bob Euchre. <laughs> I threw the list back down. Let's see. Here it is. Uh, number eight. All right. Wow. Yeah, I don't know who made this list. It could have been my cooking lady. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Kurt Gaddy was 12. You know, but I, maybe next week I'll give Kurt, it. Hey, Kurt Gowdy was excellent. I know excellent, but there were other excellent people. You heard there's another Manning on the horizon? Yep. Another Manning quarterback on yeah, the horizon? Yeah, Cooper Manning's son. Cooper Manning. Yeah, his name is Arch. Arch. Named after Archie. Grandfather. <laughs> so he's only a senior in school, and he's the number one rated high school uh, kid. Interesting, huh? He was supposedly, I think, the best athlete of all of them, Cooper. Yeah. But some kind of what? Uh, yeah, some kind of. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't play with his back or something. Yeah. Something, something, back. something. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Time-wise, all my other stories will have to wait. I'll bank <laughs> them for next week when we have a little more time. So why don't we uh, start off with our uh, end or end with our trivia question? Start the trivia questions and end our show with a few questions. So. Let's go with uh, uh, Fred. Okay. Who was the first player who had Tommy John surgery to be to be elected to the Hall of Fame? Wow! Wow! That's interesting. Wow! wow. It wasn't Tommy John. <laughs> no, it was not Tommy John. Tommy, Tommy John. John. Well, I, I think I know. deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but he's not. Close. You make it. Right, you better give us the league than the initials or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. JS is, JS is the initials, and if you watch baseball, you if you watch baseball, you, you see him a lot on like on national telecasts. John Smoltz, Smoltz, right. Smoltz. Yeah, yeah. Smoltz was the first one to be in the Hall of Fame. That's yeah. interesting. That's a good question. I, I got another yeah. Tommy John trivia. You want to hear it? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, All right. After Tommy John, six pitches had had Tommy John surgery. None of those six. Had a successful career. The seventh guy after who had the surgery was the first pitcher to have, besides Tommy John, to have the surgery and had a has had a successful career. You know who it was? Hmm. You better give us the initials for time purposes. T C. T C. I read this in in USA Today Sports Baseball Weekly. T like in Tommy. Tom is right. You got the right name. First name. Tom. Tom. Tom C. Um, Italian name. Italian last name. Not Tommy. Tommy. No. Wow. Pitcher. Pitcher. Tommy. Tom. Tomas. 
Hey, you want me to tell you? What team? Played for a few teams. It wasn't one. I think Cleveland, a few other teams. You want me to tell you who it was? Tom Candiotti. Tom Candiotti. He went to the knuckleball letter. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's my Tommy John. All right, uh, Gerald. The pitcher who threw 369 innings in 1916 without surrendering a home run. Here's your 1916 question. 1916. Let me tell you about oh, that. Christy Matthewson. <laughs> Chrissy Matthewson. Matthewson. No. Walter no. Johnson. Uh, Walt. Yes, Walter Johnson. I was going to say um, Robin Robbins. Be... Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Michael. Okay. Uh, who thought Kurt Flood and Bob Gibson weren't smart enough to be in the starting lineup? <laughs> what? Sally Hemus. Sally Hemus. Who said that? Is that yeah, right? You're right. Hey, you're right. That's <laughs> a couple of months ago, I read a book about the history of the St. Louis Cardinals, and I remember reading. Reading about that. Sally yeah. managed the cards? Sally. Sally Hemus managed the Cardinals before who? Red Shandings? I think Red Shandings or something. Yeah. yeah. All right, a few more questions. What we got? Okay, uh, Gerald again, then I'll give you one. Yeah. The two, the two future Hall of Fame third basemen taken on consecutive picks in the 1971 MLB draft. Mike Schmidt. Doug, Doug Kisensei? Yes. No, he said they're Hall of no. Fame. Oh, Hall of Fame. Fame. <laughs> 71. Mike Schmidt. There's one. Right? Mike, Mike Schmidt's Schmidt, correct. Yeah. Mm. Initials? Yeah. yeah. DB. DB. D.B. Hall of Fame. G.B. 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 is in Bernice. G.B. is in Bernice. Oh, G.B. George Brett. George Brett. George Brett. I think there's third base has the least number of Hall of Famers. I think I read that somewhere. Yeah, yes. Just like I am. Who am I? In my best year, I hit 346 and won a batting title. I had 230 hits and scored 120 runs and 27 home runs and 153 RBIs. I came in third in the MVP voting. The winner batted 299 with six home runs and 48 RBIs. Who am I and who won the MVP? Mm -hmm. Don Manningly? No. Nationally. No. Joe Torres? No. I'll give you a hint. Dodgers. Maury Wills won. Oh, right. Tommy Davis? Tommy Davis lost it to Maury Wills. Maury Wills. So they, they, they valued the 104 stolen bases, bases. at that yeah. point to the uh, tremendous uh, um, I think. I think Mays may have been third at something in the MVP. Mays had a great year. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, go ahead, Michael. Okay, name four New York Yankees, current New York Yankees, who were previously on world championship teams. Current Chap Yankees. Chapman. One. Rizzo. Chapman Cubs. Rizzo. Rizzo. Rizzo Cubs. Cole. Cole Astros. Cole Astros. 
No, no, not, not World Championship. They lost. He, he, he was. He oh. came a year later. Okay. Right. So we got the two uh, Cubbies. Two more. Um. Donaldson didn't win it. Oh, uh, Marwin Gonzalez, the Astros. Marwin Gonzalez is Astros. three. Absolutely. And go ahead, one more. Very good, Fred. Oh, uh, you know, I read this somewhere. I know, was Carpenter on the 2011? Oh, you Carpenter. Oh, right. the, yeah, Carpenter. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he wasn't on the roster. You know, I but think he was. I think they gave him a ring, but he wasn't on the World He Series wasn't roster. on the roster. Unless they must have been hurt or something. Yeah. Very good. Anybody else? You're hungry, huh? You want guys want to go eat? Yeah. All right. So, again, uh, gentlemen, thank you for uh, talking sports with me for the last hour and a half. <laughs> you made the show a successful uh, uh, time. Thank you for show number 111. How you like mm. that? Right. Maybe you win number right. one in the ratings, too. We'll see. <laughs> See you guys out here next week and have a great weekend, a great week. Stay right. healthy Enjoy. and uh, you too, Mark. Nice Get Take right out. Stay safe. All right. Thank you, Jerry. Easy, guys. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye bye.